0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Experience Milwaukee Podcast. We have... So, I've been... Brandon, I've been waiting for this show for a long time, wow. to be honest with you. I appreciate that. Um, and for a number of reasons. I think not only, like, other past guests on the show, you have a great story, um, you are doing something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's connecting young people to opportunity. For sure, and we'll get into that. But okay. I don't want to—I don't want to steal your uh, thunder. But we have Brandon Culpepper on the show, and we're going to pretend our listeners don't know who you are. Okay, I'm sure they all do. Oh uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what they, how they respond, yeah, uh, and uh, if they start throwing stuff on Instagram about you. But uh, for sure, um, what's your what's the backstory like? I know some of it, and mm-hmm. I, as I've gotten to know you, I get little pieces every now and then, but what's the back story of, uh, of, of BC? Okay. Which for I, sure. That's like my yeah. nickname for you. I don't know okay. if anyone calls you that.
1: Yeah, they, they have for years called yeah. BC. So, it's see, remote. I'm right on. I'm right on with <laughs> it. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, you know, naturally, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, born and raised here. I uh, grew up in Central City, 18th and Locust. You know, shout out to 18th and Locust. Yeah. Know, I'm always promoting uh, these communities because they have so many assets that are, you know, just looked over, yeah. you know, uh, but grew up there, went to high school at Dominican high school. Uh, my mother kept us in private schools, which was pretty good. I had a couple of years of MPS, which was, which was great too. It's all uh, I experienced. Yeah. Um, I went to MPS. Okay. That's yeah. what's up. Made that's it up. through. That's yeah. what, you know what? Uh, you can make it anywhere. You know, yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's about the effort and you know, the energy that you have as a young person. And I loved it. Oh, I loved hey, it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. enjoyed myself, yeah. you know, and, um, so, you know, I uh, went to university of Minnesota Duluth, on full scholarship, played football there. Um, it was great. Yeah, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, earned a degree in business administration, marketing, uh, uh-huh. and a minor in health, uh, women's health issues, which oh. is kind of cool.
0: Is yeah. so that you, like your
1: way in? That was, it, was you was know my my thing was you was a know door opener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, marketing sales, uh, Women um, typically spend the most money when it comes yeah. to you know household items, things of that nature. So I felt like it was important to mix. Me, yeah, 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 to yeah. learn. Um, and that's cool
0: yeah. that you had that focus mm-hmm. while also going to school for athletics, For right? sure, yeah. for sure.
1: I, I mean, I give a lot of that credit to uh, the administration at the Le- uh, Lebo School of Business and Economics at uh-huh. University of Minnesota Duluth. Uh, uh, very much uh, um, an outstanding staff that has a real-world experience, I mean, like executive level experience, yeah. all of the staff in the business department. Wow. Uh, very few are simply just academia, which is yeah. nothing wrong with that. But, uh, But... It's yeah. a different mix, it man. Is, it is. It's a is. mix. It is. And to, to be an executive and now be a professor and to tell that real world on how they moved up the ranks, right. what it's like to navigate that, you know, those different industries and environments yep. and then come in the classroom and, and, and compile that with the books is, is serious. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, I mean, even, even you know, me choosing a marketing degree, I literally just sat into a class, an introduction to marketing class. And it was so intriguing, the professor, uh, Praveen Agrawal, and he just, I mean, everything that came out of his mouth—he was from India. It's, it, I could taste the the language that he was speaking. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying. And I told him after class, I said, "Hey, uh, I'm not—I haven't decided my major yet, but I know now that I want to do marketing in uh-huh. business. Can I sit in your class for the rest of the semester?" <laughs> and uh, he called me BC, and he yeah, was saying, "See, uh, he <laughs> sounds like right. a cool dude. <laughs> actually. Is, actually yeah. is, <laughs> BC, if you sit in my class now, you can't take it in the future." <laughs> that's what he was saying. Oh man! So I, I, I held out, and uh, it was well worth it. Good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're there, uh, you're playing football, yeah. and
0: where does that lead you? I mean, the mix of marketing yeah. and
1: football mm-hmm. and... <laughs> Well, it actually led me to Budweiser uh, down in Atlanta. I was a contemporary marketing rep there uh, for that brand, for a distributor, uh-huh. uh, Eagle Rock Distributing uh, in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, but I lived in Atlanta. You know, it's easy commute to Stone Mountain. It's, it's like going from uh, Milwaukee to Tulsa. You know, yeah. it's, it's not far at all. Um, so I worked in uh, Stone Mountain uh, for about eight months for that distributor. And, you know, they told me, they said, you know, Mr. Culpepper, we really like you. We have to cut this position. It was two of us. He said, but <clears throat> we're still going to keep you on. We're going to put you back on the truck. The cool thing about Budweiser, no matter if you have a degree or not, and a great story, I had my degree sitting in there with HR first day, and she's like, well, we're yeah. going to start you out on the truck, and I'm like, I have a degree. What do you mean, <laughs> start on the tell? truck? Yeah. She closed the door and was like, degree means nothing, but you completed something. Yeah. And that was real. You know, yep. I was showed a completion, so I decided I was done. You right? still had to start somewhere in that so, organization. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, yeah. and uh, now looking back in hindsight, it's like wow. You know that that experience really opened up so many doors for me. Right. You know, and um, so I was still working out while I was working for Budweiser, and, uh-huh. and when that opportunity came to like go, league
0: level working out.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot of professional athletes train, a lot of uh, professional um, officials and, and uh, referees train in Atlanta and oh. live in Atlanta. It's really, it's really interesting. So you're in the right spot, right spot, right time, right. you know, just walking through the doors. Uh-huh. Uh, and sure enough, you know, I decided I wasn't going to go back. I said, Hey, thanks for the opportunity. It's a great experience. I'm so you to- told us to Budweiser? I told that to Budweiser. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I said, uh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to the NFL. And they say, good luck, shook my hand. And the <laughs> owner of the distributor, yeah, I, I have to note this, he graduated from my university. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about network. You're talking about um, relationships. You know, he owns this distributor. It's the largest distributor in Georgia. I mean, literally, now he covers all of Georgia. Jeez. Graduated that's, from- That's yeah. that's no. That's
0: not a small business. That's not a small business. No. I mean, and
1: they just don't do beer. They do Monster. And this oh, is when sure. Monster just came out. So uh-huh. everyone was freaking out. You yeah. know, buy caseloads of it. Um, but they were okay with it, you know. He he played football at my university at Duluth, and and uh, also had aspirations for the NFL. Uh-huh. Moved his way into Budweiser, starting on the truck, and now he owns the larger distributor in in yeah. uh, in Georgia. Um, so you finish school, yeah. You get
0: a job, mm-hmm. and you decide, nope. I'm I'm going to eye up the NFL next.
1: Yeah, you know, nothing's by chance. Right. You know, and since I was training and working out still consistently, I didn't have a lot of friends in Georgia. Um, so I said, okay, this is a great way for me to uh, see what I have, uh-huh. you know. And I had already done, you know, the pro day at uh, University of Minnesota Twin Cities campus for them. Okay. I did really well there, met, you know, a lot of the scouts from Atlanta that were wanted to convert me to a different position. So I gave it all I got. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, just kind of speed it up. It's, it's tough to tell a, a, a you know, this, a brawl story and a haiku, but, you know, I'll do right. the best that I can. Um, I left, told my mother that I was going to the NFL and quit my job. She hung up on me <laughs> oh, uh, no. three times. Yeah. You know, it's a recession. It's 20, it's 2008. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. And she's like, are you crazy? And, you know, naturally I kind of was. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, put my best foot forward. I said, if I can market beer, I can truly surely market myself. Right. Uh, started calling NFL teams, figured out how that process worked. Uh, I still had my agent from college. So, you know, he naturally helped me. Uh, and then that following at the end of that season, uh, my, my school UMD won the national championship. And uh, so it was like, wow, you know, I'm saying I'm going to the NFL. Here's my university with this uh, national platform. Now Uh everyone knows who we are. How can I capitalize on this? And um, you know, once I started calling teams and figuring out what that process was, figured out there was a hiring managing team, which is called player personnel Uh in the NFL. Uh, We call them HR, you know, Uh in normal settings of hiring and and firing, et cetera. Uh, And then there's a coaching staff, and then there's the GM and and owner, et cetera. Um, And I always say when I'm selling something, I want everyone when they come to the table to all speak my name. So I would call, you know, Jerry Jones. I would call, you know, the head coach. Like, literally they, you call Literally. Him. Yeah. I mean, it's that literally you can go online, pull up the team's name, uh, you know, pull up their contact information, call, and ask for whoever you want. Yeah. And they'll, re, you know, the receptionist will send you to them. Sometimes. Uh, most of the time, though. Yeah? Yeah. I, unless things have changed since I was pushing for the NFL. But, but I mean – It sounds like
0: an intimidating process. I think a lot of people don't even take those steps, not just for the NFL, but for anything. That's right. And that's uh, a bold you know, uh,
1: approach. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bold. I was scared. You know, I mean, I'm speaking to directors of player personnel, you know, and I'm, I'm pitching it first team that actually I got on the phone with, was the Buffalo bills. Uh And I was John guy at the time, director of player personnel. They were the first team that actually called me and brought me in for my first official workout (laughs) in the NFL. You know, so you look, you literally like, nothing's by chance, man. So, you know, I, I, you know, Again, capitalizing on the situation, I went to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, and again, not by chance. So after making all these phone calls, sending emails, uh, I started sending like you know resumes, if you will, figuring out how to market myself to the right, NFL. Right, how to na- how to navigate, like you yeah. said, yeah. Then I said, enough is enough of this. I'm going to the teams. Yeah. And I remember talking to my trainer, who's John Lewis, Jamal Lewis' brother. Jamal, okay. Yeah. And. and uh he said, what are you talking about? You're going to the teams. I said, it's just like any other business. If I'm going to Zern or Badger Meteor, I can go to the door and, and ask questions. Right. And sure enough, I did. I said, we're going to the Saints. And uh, my buddy, he uh, hopped in the car with me. We drove to New Orleans. Uh-huh. I went to the Saints, and and the staff said, all the coaches are gone. I said, what do you mean they're gone? <laughs> you know, it's the middle of the week. You know, you right. have camp, you have training. They're not overseas playing in <laughs> Europe. Like, what's, right. what's up? And they said, they're all in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh huh. I said, okay, cool. I looked at my buddy, I said, we're going to Mobile, <laughs> Alabama, you know? And sure enough, we drove there, we pull up to the Senior Bowl. As we pull in, I had my UMD attire on. Yep. He had his college attire on. We get to the gate, the security says, that's $20 to get in. And then he saw my UMD attire and he says, oh, you're an athlete. Go, Go right ahead. on in. My roommate, my buddy looks at me like, how did that happen? I'm like. Not by chance, you know. We get in there, and as we're driving in, I'm seeing head coaches. I'm seeing Jerry Jones. I mean, I'm seeing Rex Ryan. I'm seeing yeah. everyone there. Yeah. And and so I'm, you know, I'm grabbing all of my stuff, getting my player profile together. I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. My buddy's saying, "Slow down. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Relax." I say, "Relax." I said, "You say that you want to go to the NFL. We have every coach in here. We have every GM in here. We have player personnel. We have." all these individuals at our fingertips what am i slowing down for right and he said you're right so we you know we got out of the car i put my cleats on my shoulder you know and the first coach i walked up to was the saints coach and i introduced myself how you doing i'm brandon culpepper here's my player profile coach i have my cleats on my shoulder i'll run my 40 right now you You (laughs) know what i'm saying and they loved it you know um and i did sit down with jerry jones i did sit down with rex ryan i sat down with every coach and player personnel that was there by the second day. We and stay. it's not crowd like no. this
0: isn't a crowded environment. Like I can just imagine if you're aren't there just tons of
1: players trying to do the same thing, or were you no. there were just a few? There was that just works. you my buddy and I. Oh my because gosh. everyone else are spectators and the rest of And the, then players the, the, are the guys the playing, right? The yeah. guys playing. So yeah. they're in practice. Yeah. The coaches and playing personnel, they're in the stands like everyone else watching, uh-huh. you know, signing autographs, et cetera. And, and I'm this just, is your time. hey, I'm working my way around the entire stadium. Uh-huh. There wasn't a person that didn't have an NFL or, you know, CFL apparel on that I wasn't shaking their hands and yeah. introducing myself to. You know, speed it up. You know, the next day, my buddy was kind of standoffish. He was nervous. He You know, he hadn't been in that environment before. Uh-huh. And and I can understand that. But when I tell you when people have to see it to believe it sometimes. Yeah. So the next day when I would walk up and say, how you doing? My name is Brandon Culpepper, outside linebacker, University of Minnesota, and get on my player profile. Immediately, my buddy said, and I'm Kobe Simmons, <laughs> outside linebacker. You know, and yeah. it, it brought me so much joy that he saw that example and said, I could do that. Yep. If he can do it, what's the difference between him and yep.
0: I? And I know we're gonna get into this, but uh, it's it it plays right into what you're doing with youth today, yes, and if yes. they see someone that is they relate to, mm-hmm. that they can say, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And and you're doing that with your friend there. On, you know, yeah. not a not a small stage, but maybe a small <laughs> scale. But now you're for doing sure. it with impacting many, many. Exactly. So mm-hmm.
1: and, and that's how the business evolved. You know, yeah. we uh, started putting out information about how to if you want to see Brandon Culpepper on your NFL team, call this number for uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Contact this guy and say, I want to see Brandon Culpepper there. And, you know, talking about, you know, what this experience was like, marketing myself to the NFL. Uh-huh. This was during the ultra single time, so athletes were building their own personal their brands. brands. right, yeah. Exactly, so I was doing the same. Yeah. And um, it was very, it, I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was like September of 2010. I started getting messages from kids saying, well, how did you get in college? What was college like? How'd you get a scholarship? How much of a scholarship? Out of the blue, they heard the story, they heard of you. And I mean, because we were putting it out on Facebook. We we're, yeah. putting, you know, whatever. The process? So, yeah. yeah, the process on, on uh, YouTube. I started a blog called yeah. Culpepper's Dreams and Goals Are Reality, uh-huh. you know, where I would go on and talk about these experiences, show, yeah. you know, what it looks like in the locker room at some of these NFL teams, right. et cetera. And but there was more demand for the actual process. Uh, for college athletics and what, how I got to the point of knocking on NFL doors right. than it was the actual NFL experience. Uh-huh. Um, and so I started putting out information on, okay, this is how you get to college. This is what college is like. You know, to stay competitive. Because we yeah, take, well, we some do. of
0: us take it, some people take it for granted right. that it's it's just a normal part of their lives. That's right. Um, some people don't have any exposure to any of it that's right and and and, yeah. and their their parents if they're around mm-hmm. didn't and mm-hmm. grandparents mm-hmm. didn't and it's it's tough mm-hmm. and challenging and scary and all mm-hmm. that intimidating to navigate mm-hmm.
1: yeah it is you know and and the point that you just mentioned without an example was very. You know, it takes a lot of courage to be able to right. do something that's unknown to you and unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. But that goes for anything. That goes yeah. for trying new food, for walking down a dark alley, even if it's Whitefish Bay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's still an alley. Yeah, You know, they don't have alleys in there. Yeah. But it's still an alley, you know, <laughs> those type of deals. So, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, um. okay. So. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, I know. I say that, it. it's awesome, and I'm like, well, I'm pumped up right now. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I know where I want to go next, but I don't know how to get there. Maybe um, <laughs> that's all right. But so you have all of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, kid from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go through all of this experience. Mm-hmm. You're you're moving from place to place. to you know, get on a team. That's right. That's right. What? Uh, how many cities did you go to mm-hmm. in the NFL? process
1: 24 teams out of 32 teams I went to 24 24 incredible. teams yeah. yeah and you know I, I think what really helped me get in the door outside of my last name being Carl Piper. yeah because uh, that did help yep uh, I'm but, sure yeah yeah for sure but at but, that time right for sure Dante, I mean, Dante right? yeah. and Dante was kind of phasing out at that point but he was such a, he made such an impact in the NFL like people that name still resonates yep. today yep. um so you know it was um it came to the point, you know, to make sure I was competitive, I started playing professional rugby. Okay. Uh, and so I worked out, I, you know, I started traveling and playing on different rugby teams. So I would have films, so the coaching staff, almost like if you lose your job or quit your job, what are you doing in between until you get another job? Keep your ax sharp, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So Keep was the, the skills way. up. That's right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, by doing that, I, I worked out for the national team for rugby for the national sevens team in Chicago. Yeah. So I played rugby in Atlanta, Chicago, California, and then my last stop was New York City, not including Milwaukee. I came back to Milwaukee every once in a while because yeah. my family's here, you know? So, it was, you know, that rugby, it was still so foreign to NFL teams and they, you know, a lot of the coaches still think it's more brutal than football, but yeah. it's not, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not. And and now they have some NFL teams even bring in rugby players, you know, they've seen rugby players move into the NFL, they know how to properly tackle, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I sent out a tweet after my national uh, rugby workout with the Sevens. I said, I'm done with football. I'm playing rugby now. And it was caught by a, a lady who now owns Trendy Sports out of New York City. Uh, her name is Cindy Mercer. At the time, she was working for ESPN as their corporate outre- outreach giving. Okay. And she retweeted it. And she contacted me via, t- via Twitter yeah. and said, I love your story and what you're doing. I have a company here in New York city that i think would love your story too you guys should connect and she did the same thing with them that was play rugby usa um you know fast forward met with them to over the phone they said we have been working with kids for the last five years teaching them non-contact flag rugby we also have a high school rugby tackle team for you know not central city kids because new york is a much different market but kids that you know may not have access to yeah those things yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, partner with those guys uh, went great. You know, a lot happened to so get it's me to laying New York. the
0: foundation for. Yeah. Where uh, did you th- did you know you had that passion for that? For I kids did. And, and opportunities, or
1: yeah, or, well, yeah, or but, did this bring it out? No, I, I think I I always knew I had that passion because. You know, even in college, when we had to go speak at grade schools, middle schools, I was always the first one to volunteer. Yeah, I never was the first, uh, the best uh, um, reader, if you will. Yeah. Or, you know. Uh, I'm but terrible I'm, at reading. I yeah. know, I know. But I practice. Yeah, And I, I did a lot of practice in front of little kids because yeah. I could mess up in front of them. Yeah, they don't, they don't be, care. Right, they were they'll, like, ah, oh, you yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my teammates would look at me like, you can't read. <laughs> How did you get here? Right. Are you right. about to graduate? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I worked hard, yeah. you know what I'm saying? and that's. that's that's the, yeah. that's the glue. Um, but but I moved to New York. Um, you know, started the LLC, made a Pep Nation official business. Pep Nation. Pep Nation. Yep. That's right. Okay.
0: Yep. Yes. Yeah. And that's so. The the crazy thing to me is, you have exposure to all of this stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just you know, NFL mm-hmm. and 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 rugby and, but the business side of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. In both of those and around it and Mm -hmm. and others and all of these different places in the country Mm -hmm. where you could have decided to live and you are here in Milwaukee yeah Yeah. what brought you back Uh, I mean family might be one Mm -hmm. but what Mm -hmm. what made you decide you know what pep nation and and you can explain what that is but I'm gonna do that in Milwaukee
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, you know again great question while in new york and having that partnership with play rugby usa you know i was treated um i was treated as if i had a billion dollar business already uh-huh. that's how mark griffin the ceo of uh, play rugby treated me yeah. and to the point where he he was from the uk he moved me into his home he said mate this is how you do a budget mate this is how you put together a proposal um i had never had someone show me that type of care and mentorship right. in my entire life. Now, I've had some great mentors, don't get me wrong, but right. this guy said, you're moving in with me and I'm gonna teach you how to get this done. Yes. And in return, you're gonna teach us how to get kids into college, yep. you know? Uh, so they would send me to different seminars, different lectures about trauma, about um, you know uh, deficiencies, about poverty, about uh-huh. um, lack of resources, et cetera. And I kid you not, everyone that I went to, and I went to a lot, both in New York and, you know, around the country, Atlanta, et cetera. And Milwaukee was always top of conversation. You know, at that time when we started to initiate programming here. Uh, there were 70% of kids that were dropping out of high school that were black. Uh-huh. Males, 70 plus, it was like 76, I'm sorry, it was like 74% of black males were dropping out of high school at uh-huh. the time. Uh, the teen pregnancy was over 55%. I mean, it was some really horrific numbers that didn't truly tell the story of Milwaukee, but told a, a, a very one-sided and biased look. Uh, and so that individuals that were sitting in these audience that weren't from Milwaukee, like the young man said, from um, From Northwestern Mutual, if you don't like like Milwaukee, you're either not from here or you're never left, you know, type deal. So they're looking, they're just like, oh, my God, Milwaukee, it's only 600,000 people. How can they have all that stuff? And I'm like, this is my home you're talking about. yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the place where I grew up, and I live in these communities that you're calling dangerous. Right. My house was broken into for years, but we never felt like I was in Iran or Iraq or somewhere. It was nothing like that. Um, so I told my partner, I went home that night, and uh, the last night I, I went to a conference and heard that, and I said, we need to do this in Milwaukee. And he was like, Mate, if you want to do it, let's do it. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, he said, "Well, how are you going to get it done?" I said, "I have low-hanging fruit. Those are all the organizations that I was once a member of as a kid, and the largest being the Boys and Girls Clubs of Milwaukee." Sure. Yeah. Um, so I said, "Can we take this program into Milwaukee and implement?" And 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 your whole experience right—that you bring with you—that's right, the world. Yep. Bring the world to Milwaukee. Bring it to Milwaukee. That's right. And let the young people that look like me see that you can travel the world. You know, you can drive a Maserati. You Uh can go down to Miami, you know, and go visit the Dolphins. You can go to, you know, meet with uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and sit in their front office and speak to the owner of the team. You can do anything. And here's how you do it. And here's how you do it. Yeah. And sure enough, so we came here, presented to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee, Um, Naturally, because of timing, they didn't have the funding for it. Play Rugby USA out of New York City fronted me $50,000 to implement my programming here in Milwaukee, summer 2012. And I raised all of that money that summer and paid them back by fall (laughs) of 2012. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it was the first time I had raised 50 grand. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of my money went into that because Play Rugby was still paying me. So Uh as they paid me, I would invest into the business. Right. You know, I hired 15 people to be my first staff and we employed them at four boys and girls clubs. Uh We did that for three consecutive summers. And uh, you know, by the third summer, I decided it's time for me to move back to milwaukee so i was still living in new york and community. Back, back and, and forth. forth yeah mm-hmm. okay and in the summertime it was every week i was wow. going back and forth to new york i loved it i loved being on a plane yeah i love the people in new york and you know and, and in 2012 i i told uh, my friends i said milwaukee is new york before it becomes new york and i still believe that today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know we are um on the uh, edge of being we're already a great city but being one of those uh, we're a world power. Uh, considering we have twenty percent of the world's fresh water, right. we have more Fortune five hundred companies than I can count. Uh-huh. You know, just off the top of my head. Right. You know, we have billionaires galore. You know what I'm saying? Like the, we the are. The infrastructure's about, yeah. here. Right? Oh my God! The stories are here. Stories are here. Yeah. Railroads are here. Waters. Yeah. I mean, what what else could you ask for? Right. Uh, and people are flocking here.
0: And now we have uh, the strongest commitment across community mm-hmm. across grassroots across corporate that
1: i've seen in a long time i agree so. i agree and, it, and it's been a long time coming yeah we still have a long way to go but I, i'm i'm confident that this is the place that i'm supposed to be yeah you know and uh, i I, th- yeah.
0: I like that <laughs> so um it's a great story i'm and I, I i love that we took the time to go through it because i think we don't get enough of the the guest story uh, mm-hmm. on the show as we get into like oh well what's cool about walking sure. but i want to know those things too because given yeah. everything you said mm-hmm. and your whole experience mm-hmm. and you're here mm-hmm. and you're doing it mm-hmm. uh, what let let's we'll go into a little bit about um uh some things just about your you know like what do you do yeah. like what what do you what are the fun things yeah where is your spot mm-hmm. you know where do you hang out like sure. you don't have to give away like to so people no, are like no, stalking I you give or, I yeah, give it away I give it away you know
1: I mean uh, Milwaukee's home I love this city uh, what I would like to see are more places that are open like 24 hours yeah. that that fits my uh my mojo if yeah. you, will. you know what I'm saying <laughs> yep. I um I'm the type of person that I enjoy the work and it's not uncommon to see me at the Iron Horse Hotel uh, sitting in the back of what they call, it's, it's called the library. The library. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I sit back there all the time and work and, and uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to say what, martini or, or a drink that I, my beverage Man, of choice. Manhattan sometimes, maybe. <laughs> I do yeah. like Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do. Um, but, but places like that, I do love the Iron Horse. I love uh, Jazz Estate. You know, those are nice places okay. I yeah. enjoy going. Um, you know, I, I work a lot, though. So, as long as I can find some place that's lit and, you know, there's some action and some activity, it gives me that energy I need to
0: yeah. keep going. Because you can work from anywhere. That's
1: anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Global Water Center is your... Yeah. You're, you're, uh, it's very common to see me here working in the lobby and uh-huh. just you know knocking things out. Um, you know, I go over to UWM and sit in, in the uh, in the library there. Marquette, sit in the concourse. Right. Uh, so wherever there's a space and a table and energy, energy yeah,
0: moving. Agreed. That's where I yeah. am. Yeah, and Wi Fi of course. And yeah. Wi
1: Fi, Well, I have my hotspot. Oh,
0: there you so, go. So yeah, use that data. <laughs> cool. Um, I think uh, I'm. We didn't talk about directly pep nation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's an important part of this community sure. and and that is um maybe you could just give us a, a the high level what what exactly is pep nation because it's the culmination of all of your Yeah. Your your stuff, your background, your experiences, your process. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. I mean, that's truly what it is. Uh, uh, The methodology that we use to uh, train these young people, to motivate these young people, was the same that I used to get into college and to get into the NFL Uh and and to start my business, you know. So um, our mission is to um, uh, present the well-rounded, high-quality environment. Uh-huh. With the goal of creating well-rounded citizens who take their education and play to higher levels, so I say it well-rounded twice there, but that's okay, you uh-huh. know. And you know that's what it truly is about. So we're going into schools. We do after-school day programming. So,
0: you, so it runs in the schools, right? That. You, leverage the right. facilities there and yeah
1: exactly yeah we bring the programming to you rather than you coming to our facility you, you know, know it, uh, it helps it helps i mean it's transportation is not right. an excuse that's right and you then know. i don't have an overhead of uh this facility facility yeah. gym yeah. etc so we recruit locally uh all the colleges junior colleges From MATC, UWM, Marquette, all the way out to Gateway College. We're setting up booths, recruiting young people to work in the grade schools, organized recess, tutoring, after-school programs, which include rugby, lacrosse, basketball, cricket, field hockey. And then uh, also work in our high schools for our academy, which we're teaching kids how to get into college through athletics or extracurricular activities. Just teaching them how to market themselves, right. How to make a cold call, right. You know how to send a professional email. You know simple things. You it's know so valuable, right? That we we, we assume they're simple, but right. you know, a young person that doesn't know, you know, it's, and it's has slim. never seen it, right? Never seen it. Never seen it. Yeah. So as you know, uh, still a lot of donations. Um, you know, right now I personally have donated about one hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars into this year's programming, uh-huh. um, so that we can keep things going. Now with that. You know, naturally, it helps that I've secured a lot of grants to subsidize some of that. Uh-huh. But I cannot wait on grants or fee from ser- for service from MPS because of these different processes, which exist, you know, to stop programming and stop me from implementing it. Uh-huh. So i will rather put my money up and have these college students go in do the work and then at the end of the year i can say hey did i make money did i lose money yeah how do i pay my taxes yeah. like, hey, in <laughs> and out you know um so i've always been big on that putting putting my money where my mouth is we've served thousands of kids here in the city of milwaukee over 60 schools and community-based yeah. organizations we've served uh, in the summertime we do camps at the county parks moody park which is on 21st and burleigh sherman park which is 3000 north sherman boulevard kanikinik um, kanikinik sports complex which is a park on 20th and oklahoma so our south side yeah and then we have on the northwest side mcgovern park uh it's about 50 51st or 52nd and um silver spring okay so that's a citywide program where I raised this past year for all four parks was a half a million, a half a million dollars. It's $500,000. Wow. Uh, that's to employ. We had 36 staff members, six days a week, four hours a day, four different parks, rugby, lacrosse, basketball, cricket. Uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, tournaments every other weekend uh, throughout the state of Wisconsin, co flag rugby tournaments. So we were playing in Sheboygan, Fond du Lac, um, Brownsville, Appleton, Green Bay, um, uh, Ozaukee County. So it's it's not just what you're
0: teaching them, but you're also showing them this is your city, other, other parts of the state. That's right.
1: This is and, your town. It's your yeah. home. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, we do a global water tour where we're introducing the young people to the water industry. Yes. We take them to Discovery World, which has an outstanding water uh, lake. Um, Great Lakes uh, display at Uh Discovery World. I love it. It's awesome. We start there. The kids get a chance to walk from uh, Michigan Avenue Discovery World all the way to the Global Water Center. Uh It's about, uh, I would say, a mile. That's a good walk. Yeah, you know, walk. From the lakefront over to, uh, we're in Walker's Mm Point-ish. Yeah, second and, uh, we're on second and Freshwater Way. You know, Pittsburgh, for those that don't know, Freshwater Way. Uh, So, yeah, it's a nice trick. The kids complain. But as we're walking, I'm saying, hey, imagine if you live downtown and you work downtown and you play downtown. Right. This is where you're going to eat. Right. This is where you're going to go to Discovery World on Sundays with your package for your family. You guys yeah. are going to come here, you're going to eat lunch, you're going to look at the, you know, all these beautiful displays and learn. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to walk down uh, to Bartolodas maybe and have you some brunch on Sunday. Right. Yeah. You know, you're going to go to the Modern where you live. You yep. know, you're going to walk down the river.
0: You're, you're casting the vision. That's right for them. That's
1: right. You're going to, to walk. see
0: it that exactly. in a way that they would not. Think is possible. That's sometimes.
1: right. That's right. Yeah. And and you know UW School of Freshwater Sciences, the only yeah. school in the, in I would say the world dedicated to freshwater sciences, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. We walked to UW School of <laughs> Freshwater <laughs> Sciences. They were livid. You know, they were just like, you lost <laughs> your mind. Was this you in know? summer or was this summer? Yeah. So that at least, well, yeah. it could be yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah, right? It could be hot. You know, they all get water bottles. They all, get, but they're you know, uh, there's there's so much that we can endure. There's so much burden that we can take as uh-huh. a human being. We're yeah. so small, but there's a lot that we can take. So we have to push these young people to the limit for them to understand, like, I just did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We do a, uh, um, we do a Le Tour de Walkie, that's our citywide bike tour, and it's in partnership with MPD, the Sheriff's Department. It's a 26-mile bike ride from Sherman Park, Moody Park, Little Five Points, Extra Book Park Trail, all the way down to Lincoln Memorial Drive, yeah. to Veterans Memorial Park. They sit there, they eat lunch with the officers that are riding their bikes with them. They're blocking traffic. I mean, I'm telling these kids, do you realize that you're like Riding well, first off, you're riding with President and CEO Brandon Colbert, which is nothing. But it's almost like you're riding with the President of the United States,
0: right? Because you have an escort, right? You got an escort. They're blocking
1: traffic for you guys. You know, I had one officer. A guy was about to run the red light. You should have saw. You know how this guy jumped off his bike. He was a sheriff. Yeah, jumped off his bike, ran over to this guy, wrote him a ticket immediately. The reason being, though, he was so invested into those young people and their yeah. safety. You yeah. know, it was you know when he jumped off that bike, it was like they were his kids, and that those type of emotion. You know, seeing that, seeing that compassion, seeing that leadership. You know, those things really make me yeah. emotional. You know,
0: they, it's uh, powerful from yeah. an esteem perspective too for those
1: kids to see to have that kind of uh, treatment. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, and, and again, this is. These are things that I did as a youngster. My buddy and I, 18th and Locust, he was on 19th and Locust. We both went to Dominican. Ray Nixon yeah. played basketball for um, UW-Madison, uh, Okay. playing overseas right now. We would sit on our porch, talk about our future. That was my teammate, you know. Uh-huh. We would get on our bikes and ride to Whitefish Bay, work out, ride to the lakefront, run the hill. So that was so common for me. So to see these young people do that, you know, was great. And the first bike tour, I, I have to tell the story because yeah. first bike tour, we made it through. It was really tough. Uh-huh. You know, we take this that huge hill that's behind. It's on, it's behind uh, Goldenmyer School on Fourth Street. Okay. Yeah. You know, and as I'm driving up the hill, I have my Osmo on, and you can see from the video, kids are riding, and the hill is too tough, and they're getting <laughs> off their bikes and they're walking them up. You know, but but I'm I'm yelling, climb, 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 get to the top, get to the top. You know, and they kept going. They made it to the top. I mean, that's an accomplishment that they can say, I, I made it. Yep. You know. The second round there were less kids getting off the bike, you know, and more kids that were climbing up that hill. Uh-huh. But I was exhausted, man. You know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, this is the second time we've done this over the summer. We have all these programs. We're just like, man, this is this is a lot. But as we're riding, I'm noticing and I'm pumping. I'm still Yeah. And they're passing me, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm riding and, you know one goes past me and you know another and I was just like wow you know what I'm saying? what's happening here yeah. yeah but you know what was happening and and what I was so impressed about was that you know our mantra is as you once were we are now as you are now we someday will be and those kids were taking my place yeah you know, and, and just before, you know, just before I got ready to go into, into Sherman Park, the last kid passed me, bro. Uh-huh. You know, and I was just like, I mean, even now, just talking about it, it's just the last kid passed me. And I'm just like, that's what I want. I want to show them that you can do it. Yeah. And, you know, I make a billion dollars. You can make a billion and a half. Right. Because I'm going to show you, like, this is where I bust my nose at. This is where I don't I trend- set the
0: limit. I set the path. Man, that's yeah. it.
1: That's it, and the last guy passed me, in. You know, I had to pull over. You know, yeah. And literally, it was just like, that's my dream. It's to see these young people just take off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for Pep Nation not to die. You know, so we keep adding stuff to the business. You know, we have Pep Nation Workforce Development, which does the the tour. You know, we did internships this summer with the. Uh, the water council you know placing kids at tuskegee we're expanding yeah. that this summer yep you know with uh our, our goal is 100 young people that's, you know yep, in the food and beverage too. industry water industry tech you know so all these things are you know they're maturing but you know as a lot of developers you know because i'm also in real estate commercial development and they always say you don't go into a community with your ideas of what the community should want. You go into your community to say what the community... I mean, what, you don't say what they want. The community tells you what they right, want. Right, right, right. You know, so in this market, the community is telling me, okay, we want kids to go to school, we want young people to be trained to get jobs, we want to fill these uh, um, forecasted gaps, you know, that may cause a recession when you and I and all those people that are 20 years older than us retire, you know. So how do we fill that gap? We design programs and we create partnerships with organizations, people like yourself to say, hey, I may not know how to do a podcast. And you, young man and young lady, say you want to do your own podcast. But what I can do is I can bring you over here to Steve and let you sit down with Steve and watch him do it. Look at what equipment he had. Right. Hey, now I'm still winning. Yeah, yeah, you're you're doing the mentorship, but I just made the connection, and now they're yeah. learning. Let me go on to the next one.
0: And by the way, I'd be happy to do any and all I of that. Appreciate so, that. Yeah, I appreciate anytime.
1: that. I appreciate
0: that. Thanks, man. I appreciate So, it. man, you've... Uh, um. This has been a unique uh show. Yeah. And it's uh, you've managed I think uh, when we pu- when we publish this you'll inspire everybody. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Along with a, you've you've in your own way given a tour of the city, yeah, nah, you know? Nah, like nah. from all the places you described <laughs> and where you know where yeah. where the mm-hmm. kids go and where mm-hmm. are you go and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so thank you for that. Um I how how can people get involved and connect and where should they connect? I mean, you're all over social, right? Yeah, With Pep yeah,
1: Nation, it's P E P P Nation, right? Mm-hmm. That's right, P E P P Nation. dot so-, uh, so they can go to our webpage, which is P E P P Nation. dot org. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I might um, let me let you know that the webpage is under construction right now. So what you see right now is an old page from. 2010 no yeah. 2011 okay. so you know it, it it needs some some some, some work, some yeah. love yeah but we're we're building it on the back end it's looking really good we're hoping to launch that top of the year uh-huh. so that'll go live they can go to instagram facebook um which are also pep nation p-e-p-p nation yeah uh, they can go to youtube uh that's going to be brandon Pepper pep nation okay uh, and they can also reach us on twitter at pep nation slc love it yeah yeah, okay. yeah, man, it, you know, there's so many opportunities to be involved. We just got nominated for the Mandy Awards, uh-huh. Associated Baked Trailblazer. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, Congrats. come on out. Thank you, yeah. thank you. You know, come on out April 11th. That'll be great. You know, uh, I, I my mother told me just the other day, she said, you know, for the last five years, you you guys have secured an award. And uh, that feels really good, yeah. you know, to be recognized. Uh, uh, sometimes, you know, in the midst of it, and you know this as an entrepreneur, you don't always – you know, take a moment to smell the roses. Right. And you're just like done. On to the next on one. On to the next one. You know, yep. and um as much as I will continue to be on, you know, done on to the next one, I'm really gonna enjoy this Mandy experience moment. I think it's gonna be something that uh will um definitely uh, um broadcast our brand, our our mission um across the entire state. Yeah.
0: Well i I, From the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything you're doing man, for this community it. and for Milwaukee, the region. Um, I have a feeling your mom is not hanging up on you, <laughs> on your ideas anymore. Girl, she still hangs that, up on me. <laughs> <what I> mean?
1: <laughs> but she's my pride and joy. That's, yeah. my, that's my child now. I, yeah. You know, you, you switch positions. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, I've seen that.
0: Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks, I've man. loved it. It's been great.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me and yeah. hope, hopefully we'll see uh, all these great people that's listening soon.
0: Yeah, and we will send it out to Black Belt Theater.
1: That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs>